I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting in the air in them, taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I show up. I can't show all the football. It's so goddamn hard about how long to it. Knock, knock. Who's there? Oh, uh, the NFL season, the waiver wire, DraftKings, FanDuel, seven hours of commercial-free football, week one fantasy lineup decisions, oh, uh, and gambling. But before all that, we have three more nights to draft and or grab sleepers off the wire. So welcome to the last show of draft season. The Dart Throw Show. I'm Cashy Stacks. Stacks, where do we begin talking about this beautiful weekend we both just had? Uh, maybe we can talk about the shirts we're both wearing because we're, we're both wearing them right now. And so let's give the people a little bit of the, the attention uh, here. If you're noticing, uh, we got matching shirts on. Um, these were gifted to us by our league mates in the BFFs, best friends forever, or barely Facebook friends, whichever ones you want to go with. Uh, and... Uh, th this is an homage to the Roger Goodell clown picture that Barstool made, and we were we've been clowned by our, our league mates as the commissions, co-commissions of the league. And so, I mean that that might be a great place to start because it was just a a great weekend. But that that was just icing on top of icing, if you know what I mean. Yeah, man, our home league. Oh man, just uh, amazing. We had we had back to back drafts Saturday night and then Sunday night. We had the crab cakes at your house and then we had the bffs at my house um and it was just uh, a a weekend bonanza of non-stop fantasy um food mm -hmm. uh tilts uh it was just epic 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 weekend of of just just mwah, fantasy pure gold I mean, you're underselling the mega tilt because the mega tilt was uh, epic. It, it was super epic. Everything was peaceful. Everything, it was like, oh, holy night. Oh, you know, star is bright. Everything is fine. Everything is good. Chill. The son of God's coming. Don't you worry. And then Garrett Wilson was picked in the first round in the 10th, 11th pick, I believe, um, by a friend who who's the best pick, friend. 10th pick, I think. 10th no, pick. I was 10th. I was 10th. Oh, okay. So he's 11th. He's 11th. Okay. Yeah. And uh, his best friend, Lord Blakely, was 12th. And Lord Blakely had his heart set on Garrett Wilson. He had mocked him, shocked him, jocked him, put him on his lineup. He knew it was going to happen this year. He was going to go Garrett Wilson all year. Uh, Josh, who was picking 11th, overheard you. And 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 my guy Blake talking about it, and then what happens next? So 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 let me let me just tell it real quick. So this is exactly what happened. We had been, you know, conversating. Um, you know, thankfully this pretty high buy-in league that we have, the BFFs, it's our main league. It's the one we care about the most. Um, two hundred fifty dollar buy-in, nothing crazy, but you know, it's a good chunk of money, and you can win a good chunk of money with twelve people. It's a three thousand dollar pot. So I won in, last year, so yeah, you can. In this league, uh, we have people that don't take fantasy that seriously. Like it's and it's great, you know. So uh, my guy Josh was just like, "Yeah, I haven't done any research. Didn't do anything. Not don't you know? T trying to talk shop with me a little bit." And uh, we we had gone golfing earlier that day, and so we were just chopping it up a little bit. But then, you know, he was spending the weekend at my house for this draft, and so 
you know, this is about, you know, an hour, hours before the draft. We started kind of going through the first round and just different people. And uh, and then somehow Garrett Wilson's name came up and it was me, Josh and Blake who were having this conversation. And I just was like, yeah, I really I really like Garrett Wilson. And then I was eight. Josh is 11. Blake is 12. And when I said I really like Garrett Wilson, I hear Blake say, yeah, I really like Garrett Wilson, too. And then at that point, the wheels just went because I was just like I was hoping Garrett Wilson was going to come back to me. That's I had been mocking with the Garrett Wilson. uh you know, draft picks. And so it's like when there's a, a hot, hot girl to dance or, you know, out at the bar and like lots of guys think they've got a beat on her. Like I talked to her in home ec here, you know, I have a first period with her every day and you meet the guy who's like, yeah, listen. So, uh, I talked to her seventh period every day. You know, I got her in wood shop class. We sit right next to each other. We share a table. So you know what I'm talking about, you're like, God damn it. And then you look over, there's some fucking asshole from math class. Taking her to tutoring. He's going to he's going to homecoming with her, dude. Yeah, like, I mean, so 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 I say that I say I like Garrett Wilson. Then I hear Blake say I like Garrett Wilson too. And then it just went. It just was like skirt. I just immediately when he said I like Garrett Wilson too. I just was like I was like, hey boys, uh, boys, draft draft talks over with you guys. Like I, I don't want to, you know, and and. And then they were laughing, and it was funny. But but uh, Lord Lord Blakely uh, had been prepping hardcore for this yes. draft, and every mock that he had done had involved because Garrett Wilson is available at the turn. Like you know, usually, well, Josh undercut him, took him in the first round with the eleventh pick, and it was it was Tilt City. It was Tilt City. He, he jumped up from the stool behind the couch and he ran out and he was just like, what the hell is going on here? Her pet's heads are falling off. I mean, he was so angry. I came all the way from Houston for this bullshit. Houston for this bullshit. You didn't know Garrett Wilson in front of me in the first round. He was like, and then you, Mark, with that bullshit, take back your first pick and do it again. And then you, Simpson, can't hit a ping pong ball three fucking feet. So yeah, it, yeah. it was epic, and we were just laughing in his face, laughing. I laughing. mean, the tilt, the tilt is such a, it's such an important part of the draft. You need the oh, tilt. So you need. I, I mean, seriously, when I draft, I um, I won't even allow my like. That's part of you know being a fantasy millionaire. Let it go. I, let it go. I know I play like a serial killer. Like I'm silent. I don't tell people you snipe my pick. I just play it like like I'm playing poker, dude. Like. You'll yeah. find out. You'll find out when it's all over. I won't, you know, deny. Like, man, I wish I'd got that guy. But during, I don't let anyone tilt and tilt. We will laugh at you, though. We will laugh at you if you do. It's strategy. Thing. It's strategy. It's part of the. It's part of the thing. And um, you know, I'm glad uh, Joe Bond came to the crab cakes draft and had you tilting about his draft board that he was trying to. Yeah, he was trying to drop his trash at your house with his 12 person draft board in a 14 man league that he brought over for some reason and it's like, yeah, it's like you tilting all day long because to, he's trying to dump his draft board at your house yeah i mean here's the thing it, it's like back to the high school analogy it's like the guy who is like um friends 
with a brother, sister's cousin who's a science experiment who wants to bring it over to show the hot girl. And you're like, no, no, we're not bringing your science experiment over. And don't ask again. And then he brings it over. And then he leaves it at the girl's house. I'm like, dude, like I had to chase him down and go. He was like, what am I going to do with it? And I was like, well, you know what? I, my wife's going to make me throw it away, Joe. So here, take it for me. So Joe, Joe threw it away for me. So thanks, Joe, for bringing me the draft board I didn't like or want or need. And then for taking it back when I asked you, that's, that's good. Uh, yeah, that. thank you, Joe. I thank you for tilt, tilting my podcast partner. Um, well, that is a 14-man league. It's got Denny uh, Carter in it. It's got Cakes from the Junkies. Uh, it, it, lo- I'm very excited about that league this year. Um, so cool to have Cakes over at your house again. Um, yeah. Speaking of the have- devil, here's the picture. Uh, and there's Joe Bond. And right here, he's saying, Does he have need- his, where's the draft board? <laughs> it's not a peace sign he's got. He's saying, I need uh, two more rows to make it a, a draft board for 14 guys. That's what he's <laughs> saying right there. That, that peace sign is for the two rows that are missing on the 12 rows person. Missing of the 12 per- yeah, yeah, he's going to tape note cards behind it. I mean, you know. Um, but no, we got Joe Bond. We got Josh, yourself. Uh, our guy, uh, Justin Bruni, uh, and then Justin. Denny, who's going tropical here because it's 95 degrees here in the great state of Maryland. Uh, and then Cakes from the Junkies. Yeah, Lord Dennis. And, and there he is himself, uh, you know, Money Metal Cakes. Uh, he's got the Terps gear on. His son goes to Maryland. He's Maryland grad now. So, um, you know, yeah, a great time. This is the Crab Cakes League. And your boy's the twice defending champ. So somebody had to tilt me. I'm glad you guys. And, and we got invited back to the Cakes Classic yesterday. So that's going to be phenomenal. Can't wait to do that. Yeah, it's it was all around a great time. Besides getting these cool shirts, uh, we, we had some of the most delicious food, uh, I think, that I've ever come across in my in my day. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll find it. It's in my feed. And it- the food at the home league draft. I mean, seriously, I, I don't I, think you can find better food anywhere. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, even chefs will look at this shit and be like, "Well, I mean, that that does look fucking, you know, perfect." Uh, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, I like. I mean, it was, it was. We we paid thirty dollars each. It was, it was, the type of meal oh, I would go out and pay a hundred dollars for, like. It was a a multi-course, like chef salmoning. Like I wish I had all the ingredients. Like I have it somewhere. His menu. Like he used like a two hundred fifty dollar piece of like wagyu beef for the brisket and stuff like that. I mean, he he made he made this like apple. No, it was like a peach fritter dessert. Like those are wagyu sliders. It was. I can't even. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Oh my gosh, dude! I mean, yeah. honestly, I I uh, shout out to Russell Carter, uh, yes. dude. That guy is going places with this food thing because it, I mean, it, he, he is he is oh, a real deal chef, dude. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I loved every second of our drafts. It was great. I, I got a I got a new nickname. I'm Scotty Blanks. So, yeah, you know, uh, was a hot topic during the weekend. Yeah, got some run. And the fact that I'm snipped, got a little bit of mockery. I was told I'm not a real man anymore. Uh, it, like definitively, like not Jesse even blanks. Close. You're Jesse yeah. blanks. Now yeah. that's, that's part of it. 
That's how it's it goes. Part of the mosaic. Scotty yeah. Stacks and Jesse Blanks. Which one? I'm Scotty Stacks. Talking to. Yeah. yeah Scotty Stacks on the show. I got to. I, I did have a nice retort. Jesse Blanks when you're home. X-rated. <laughs> X-rated. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. You can shoot lots of blanks when, when you got a loaded gun, you know, full of blanks. So, yeah. Um, but no, it was a good time all around. Uh, one of our friends. You know what uh, was tilting me? You want to know what was tilting me? Was the other guy's draft. My only best ball draft. I might be on the clock right now. Uh, let's see. That just, like, that couldn't have been happening at a worse time when we had both of these. Like, it was a, a slow draft. I think, what, the timer was two hours. And then... Right. Uh, and then now we've switched it up to an hour, which is good. Uh, I got I got auto pick Cooper Cup. Uh, I got drafted uh, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow, Terry McLaurin, and Jerry Judy. You auto drafted those? Yes, yes, you I did. Those. You got auto drafted those? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah I got auto drafted Tyreek Hill. I'll take that. My first four picks are Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, Chris Olave, Brees Hall. Don't hate my team, especially in best ball. Cooper Cup actually might be a, a solid like best ball is like a whole different thing, man. It's all it's upside. Game, so I'm still not pleased that I'm on auto draft. I had to turn it off. But yeah, I was prepping for the show. I was uh, entering DFS tournaments. You know, I was doing uh, other stuff that was like really, really important to me. You know, no, no offense. I mean, uh, you know, I forgot about it for a little bit, and you know, um, yeah. But well, before you know. we get into it, one more thing. We have uh, one more draft left. We have the Fantasy Millionaires draft a Wednesday night. So we are going to do this show is basically we're looking at guys rounds 13 and beyond. Uh, these are it's the dark. Yeah, the guys who, who you um, may get drafted in your league may not. It depends on the may, whole league. May have been drafted in your league, may not. Like some may of these not. guys, I'm positive, are on the waiver wire, unless you're in a 14-team league, because then Leonard Fournette and Cream Hunt are going. So, yeah, or if you just you're in a home league where you know you've got super sharps, like you know, it, yeah, some it, of these it, guys maybe, but I think some of these guys we'll talk about are are part of the uh, part of the wire. So we're already. Dude, here we go, man. We're already in week one. This is the last draft show, so let's uh, let's get into dart throws, man. Who do you want to go with first? I, I do want to tell you something real quick, though. I don't know when you're going to bring him up, but um, he might come up. Foreshadowing, uh, I just got a, a, a across the you know the memo, the the breaking news. Taysom Hill's listed as a quarterback on the week one's roster, not a tight end anymore. Was a tight end all camp though, so. In know. what? In all formats? Like in, in No, he's being listed as a QB on the week one roster from the Saints. So I don't know how that's going to impact fantasy because I think he was he's already was a tight end in fantasy. So we might be getting a little quarterback in the tight end role. Uh we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, that, do you want to jump in and talk Taysom Hill? Because I mean he's one of your guys. I want to I want to, you know, this kind of like was a, a bridge to see if you wanted to take the bait because you know I'll take the bait. I'll yeah, take the bait. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm just double checking right now. He's listed as a tight end. I'm looking at ESPN, so I think that's a pretty good, you know, measurable in terms of fantasy sites. Yeah. So here here is Cash Collins is uh, kind of my draft strategy this year. I am in love 
in the year of 2023 at punting tight end unless you get Kelsey, right? Um, I think I think I, I think the tears go. You got Kelsey in his own stratosphere, dude, by himself. You know, take him in the first five picks. Like, dude, if he falls beyond that, like, you know, thank the Lord, baby Jesus. Like, I mean, Kelsey is worth every bit of round one draft capital. Then you have Mark Andrews in his own tier, right? Right. He's typically going round three. I, I'll take him in round four. I did take him in our home league in round four. Like I was like, okay, good. He's in round four. I'm going to take him because the tight end position is valuable if you have somebody that is going to contribute you know, close to 20 points in PPR every week. Then you got the third tier. You got your Hawkinson, your Waller, your Kittle. And then after that, bro, I'm out. I'm out. Like so on on that third tier, if they fall, if they fall, I want them, but I'm not I, Waller was the one. Waller and Kittle and Hawkinson depending on the value. I'm I'm interested in all three of those guys. Um Waller's definitely you know, the industry's on him and for good reason. He, he's sexy, you know. I mean, he is the he is the wide receiver one on that uh, on that team. Um after those three guys, though, man, like I'm probably not even going to draft those guys because I'm going to want somebody better. So I like to punt tight end. And like that's really to me almost, you know, I, when I was prepping for this show, I, I just almost wanted to look at all tight ends because I, I think the move is get a tight end in the 13th round that, that, you know, you're comfortable um, probably cutting because. I mean, in redraft, you yeah, I've got one back there. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. In, re, in in redraft, you know, if you punt tight end, you just you pick up two garbage ones, and then you know, if you hit with one of these guys, um, then you know, like you're you're off to the races with your team. If you if you get, you know, a, 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 a like a over two hundred point PPR tight end in round thirteen or later, and so to me, I like to take a safe punt tight end and then all the way at the end Taysom Hill is definitely on your waiver wire Taysom Hill is only going to get drafted if some a-hole like me drafts him in a 12 team or less league um and I, to me yeah like you just said he he, he plays quarterback so there's uh, you know and Alvin Kamara is out so, right. The, right. you know, the first three games, I think, kind of uh, lends to him getting used uh, early in that gadget role whenever they're in the red zone. And I'll tell you what, the way it works in the NFL is like when it works, it works. So if in the first three weeks he steps in in that red zone role, playing quarterback, tight end, wide receiver or running back. And yeah, and is getting touchdowns. I mean, yeah, I mean, you could get your your tight end in the 16th round. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a, I'm not against that strategy completely. I, I, I'll say that I did get uh, Michael Mayer, uh, the, the rookie tight end for the Las Vegas Raiders in, in yeah. the league, uh, you know, in the 15th round, because I do think uh, there's gonna be value there. You saw it with Waller. They've got Adams, but they like to, to go down the seam. They they. Uh, we'll see how Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, kind of functions in that offense. Maybe it changes. Um, but McDaniel's has always used Josh McDaniel's always used a tight end in that offense to 
to be the move tight end. So mm-hmm. uh, coming from New England, you're looking for some upside. Uh, I think he's a Notre Dame standout tight end from my, my limited research I did. He looked pretty sexy. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm not against round uh, draft capital, too. Like, yeah, right. You know, they, they have a, they have a re- he's going to start. Uh, I, I mean, I, I like that. That's, uh, you know, sexy, flexy, honestly. No, all your guys that you sent to me for the show, I, I, I because it, like so on this show, we have no fades. There's no fades in this round. Like if they've already been faded, are our guys, yeah, they, they've already been faded. They're in rounds 13 or later, right? Like they're faded. They've been faded. The industry, the market faded on. Looks like um, with the ones you pick to talk about, like, yeah, I think they're sharp, man. Like, I, I, I think he is, um, you know, he fits exactly that profile. Of what you're just talking about, like that late r- round short throw. Does, you could drop yeah. him; and it doesn't cost you anything. And um, another one of those guys over the years is that I've always liked is Irv Smith. You know, he he's been a best ball type tight end. Get you those boomer bust weeks, you know, when you're weak here and there. But uh, the the Bengals have gotten rid of Hayden Hurst, you know, who who did function in that offense. Uh, and then Irv Smith is healthy, and so he's way down the list. You can just get him for free anywhere you want. You know, um, he's on the waiver wire in our league right now. I can go pick him up. Um, I have you know Michael Mayer, so I don't need to, but I could. And so I think Irv Smith fits in there too. I, it's interesting to see. Uh, how he functions in that offense, but he might be somebody who, after the the first month of the season, is rostered on most teams uh, who need a tight end. So, um, you know, guys who won't cost you anything now. If you, if you're looking for a spot, you got a, a bench spot because uh, somebody's injured, and you can put him in their IR. You know, like Cooper Cup. I don't know if they're gonna say he's out, but soon they're gonna need to tell us he's out for the week, so he might be able to jump in to the the, the IR slot, and you got a spot open up. So, um, yeah, I like Irv Smith. He's not. Somebody who I have uh, a lot of exposure to, but I do have him on two teams, so you know, I have mm-hmm. like seven or eight. So I, I, I picked him up. You know who I like better uh, than everyone so far we've talked about at tight end is the real tight end for the Saints, Juwan Johnson. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's he is uh, a grown ass man, is what he is. So, yeah, I love. I mean, his and, and he's tensions, his contested catch rate. I love it all. Uh, I and he's someone that could be on your waiver wire i mean could it could have gone undrafted and if you punted tight end i think he's worth putting in your your carousel you know if you want to carry two uh as some people in our league do carry three and i know I, I don't i i'm not gonna hate on carrying three if you punted the position. if you punted the position okay but I, you know the same because guy you figure it out you gotta figure it out he, he drafted Sam Howell in the 10th round. What the hell? Yeah. That's just the cr- craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. So, uh, yeah. I saw, I saw in uh, the schedule reconfiguration, too, you're playing him twice. So, good for you. <laughs> good good reconfiguring, Kamish. Well, I, I want to explain that. I want to be above board on the reconfiguration. <laughs> I like the new schedule that's up this year versus the three tight end team. I also play against Josh, against the bub. So, you know, worked yeah. out well for me. So, actually, here's what I did was. Um, I know. It's fine. I it's good. I'm glad you did it. We needed to update it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's so all good. Don't play Just, anybody you know, twice coincidentally, coincidentally, you are. You are playing, I, the, I playing start, that guy. I started in week four, I think. And so, I went week four to week one. From last season, I started in week four whatever it was and then went on yeah, so, no it's a good we'll we'll just keep doing it that way but yeah. uh, going back to juan johnson like all right i think the Derek Carr upgrade is massive there and 
you you saw really in the second half of the season he was a tight end one like he i mean uh he i mean what we learned last year right he doubled his playing time um 26.3 percent of offensive snaps in his 14 games um versus you know 65 over 16 games in 2022 yeah johnson finished third among saints and targets third in receptions second in receiving yards and first in catches um so i you know both of those guys Taysom and juan are interesting like Taysom is you know he he is totally going to be boom or bust i think that but uh i think it's worth kind of you know like i would grab them both like yeah. and that would be that would be like he would be my first punt tight end juan johnson and then Taysom Hill would be that backup punt tight end. You know, yeah. I, I like that move. I mean, you got to like 61% of the team snap share, seven touchdowns. Um, he averaged 40 snaps a week, you know. So, I mean, he, he was on the field. He can block. He can catch. He can get out in space. So, uh, you know, nothing nothing to hate on uh, there at all. Um, you got one more guy, though. You, yeah, you, where are you at with Gerald Everett? How, how, how do you feel about that guy? Because that's another one. Black. He was one of my guys last year who I did the same thing that you're advocating for doing right now, which is like a, mm-hmm. a, a stash. Right? Yeah, 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 you stash him. And then hopefully he comes up and uh, he played a couple games for me last year. But uh, I, I'm not in love with him necessarily, given the fact that they drafted Quentin Johnson, that Josh Palmer's not going away. Apparently he is the starting wide receiver, the third wide receiver, much to Denny's chagrin. Uh, and all those Quentin Johnson truthers out there, it's just not happening right now. Maybe it'll happen in, in a little bit, in a little month, two months, I don't know, who knows. But uh, so I, I'm not against Gerald Everett, but I think he, he's part of a, a machine. And if parts of that machine break down, he'll become more interesting. So Mike Williams gets hurt. He's more interesting. He's that big guy across the middle. Uh, and so it's, it, it depends. I, I don't think they need him to be um, a great tight end for them to be successful, but he'll get his, you know, he'll get his three, four, five targets here and there and the touchdown. So he'll be kind of touchdown dependent. But yeah, if you don't get Jawan Johnson, yeah, Gerald Everett's a, a, a feasible option. Yeah. I'll say this. I want I want to go on record, you know, so that the uh, the aliens can study this someday when they come to planet Earth oh. and collect us for our gold. Um, I think that the chargers are going to take a step up. So like the thought on Gerald Everett, right? Last year, he had an expanded role because of Keenan Allen and Mike William injury. So, you know, his, his value and performed adequately, right? Like it wasn't what, you know, wasn't what you were hoping he was going to be um a, a, as you drafted him last year in this position like he didn't you know he didn't just shine or anything like that but i believe the market is low on the chargers in general i think justin herbert um is a, a really like devalued um you know fantasy asset this year like uh, he went you know, fourth, fifth round, fourth round in our draft, by the way. So not not in the BFFs. He not was in the BFFs, dude. And that's the cool thing about home leagues is like they 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 do their own thing and and they they you know they with it. they play from their gut. And dude, I'm the person who drafted him in the fourth round. I did not hate it. I was like, you know what? I think he is. I think that that's where he should have gone. Um, and it's where he was going last year. Um, and meanwhile. 
you did have these, you know, pretty significant, like lingering injuries with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams at different times during the season. And so I think the market has kind of uh, baked that into the Gerald Everett price. And I just have a contrarian mindset with it where I think that the Chargers are going to be a problem, man. I think they're going to yeah. be a problem. I think they're going to be, uh, the, you, they already, I think, were the team that threw it the most last year. That doesn't change. Now you have a team that's doing, you know, this air yards attack offense where now their two best wide receivers, Keenan Allen is probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's trending all the lines. Yeah, he's trending Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, and I think I mean he's he's worth you know where he's going in leagues this year. He's just such a nice safe pick. Um, so there's going to be more red zone opportunities where I think Gerald Everett benefits from that. You know, so I I you know again these are the you know, late round guys, but in terms of tight ends, um, I don't know. I like all the guys we named. I like your guy too. So yeah. Um, I'm pulling up his uh, his snap share percentage last year to see kind of where he he fell for the for the for the Chargers, and he had a 56 percent snap share. That was pretty good, you know. Right. Parmley had 20, so Parmley wasn't on. McKinney was on about 45 percent of the time, but he he was more blocking. But Gerald Everett does need to pick up the tight end touchdown number four is not gonna not gonna win you anything, you know. Right. Right. That's that's that yeah. is the issue. So, um. All right, let's jump. Let's jump. You want to go to running backs? You want to go to wide receivers? Where, where do you want to go? I'll let you steer the show. Okay. Um, how about wide receivers? Marvin Mims. That's what we we both are in agreement. And let's talk about him. Why um, are you and I um, kind of both hemorrhaging that way? Is it just the the, the groundswell of, of the? Uh, you know, the people, or is it the, the fact that there's no wide receivers on the team who are healthy besides him and Sutton? And what's going on? Yeah, I mean, it's just basically that. I mean, um, uh, you know, it, he has all the things that, you know, look like he's going to, I mean, you know, again, draft capital, draft capital, a second round pick. Um, I mean, I'm not as bullish on the Broncos as it seems like Vegas is. I think they have them as like nine wins or something like that. That's interesting. So um, I think Sean Payton just coming right in, uh, you know, totally changes the trajectory of the team. So I'm they, not they were so many close games that if Sean Payton was their coach last that's year, so true. That's so true. Or 12 points or 13 points or 15 points. Like what the hell? You know, I, so. And, and so that's why we both have Marvin Mims because, like, I'm not fading the Broncos. I, I just, um, I guess I'm just kind of where I'm at with them, like, you know, just kind of where, where the field has them at. And Marvin Mims, again, you know, he's a late round guy that runs a sub 4 440. Um, and six, and six. You, have, you have Jerry Judy uh, with a hamstring injury, uh, didn't get put on the IR. So is, you know, potentially going to be playing within the first few weeks, but doesn't seem like he's trending to play week one. I mean, we'll, we'll find out more as this week goes on. But uh, if Marvin Mims steps in and, uh, you know, did look good in preseason, like there's some preseason highlight packages of how he played, like he, he balled out. 
Uh, so he's ready. He's ready to go. And then he could be, you know, the wide receiver two on that team week one. So you could plug and play him maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I really do like it. Uh, I think he is somebody who I wanted. I had, uh, I had him in my crosshairs in our home league. And then I actually did get sniped. I, I'm not going to lie. I did not tell Vince he sniped me ever because I don't want to give him any, uh, you know, kudos. If he's listening, kudos, Vince. You sniped me. But I chose I chose Rashad Bateman. Uh, I think that's – is that me? Are you up on a clock? I heard a ding. I don't know if that was on Sleeper. Is that me? Uh, I think someone made a pick know. on Sleeper. Yeah, it's that way. It wasn't us. But um, I don't want to miss again. But, uh, yeah, you know – I got I got sniped on Mims. I went Rashad Bateman, and then Mims got just snapped up right behind me. I was so disappointed. I, I needed me uh, some Mims. So he, we, neither one of us got him in the home league. He got picked right in between us. So, mm. but um, I, I do and will be advocating for some Marvin Mims in DFS this week. So stay tuned for that. At the end of every show this this year, we're not just going to talk about DFS. We're not just going to say, "Hey, you like these plays?" We're going to build a fucking lineup. Uh, and we're going to enter it. And I'm going to tell you what it's going to be. And Collins doesn't know this yet either. Um, it's it's going to be, uh, if, you, if you've heard of of Al, um, I'm not sure if you've heard of him, uh, Smizzle. He's won the, the, the uh, Millie Maker before. He has a show. On, yeah, on YouTube. Uh, he's the man. And okay. he's, a, he's a Smizzle Gang Listener League. It's like 10 bucks to play. $55,000 prize pool. It's there's th- it's three entries. You get three entries total, so it's not something you can max out with 100 entries. So you get three bullets. I'm going to do every, three bullets every every week. So one of these bullets will be ours, and we're going to get okay. that in our DFS stacks. That's tight. That's tight. I like that. I like the surprise. We're going to like play it. this year every single week at the end. We're not just going to talk. So we're going to put the money where the mouth is and actually have some like- fun. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's on me, so no 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 worries. Here. That's just how uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out because we got. I we, like we, it. If you win, yeah, yeah you want some of that. Too. Yeah, yeah. I want to share. I want to win. Yeah, you want I your week. You want your yeah. We'll, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll split fifty, and we'll 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 split the entry, and we'll split the the winnings 50-50. I love it. I love it. Fifty fifty. So yeah. and and because there is um there's only fifty five hundred entries into this tournament, it's like its own mini tournament, and so. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to talk about that. That's a tease. We'll, we'll get back to that, you know, in a little bit, about 15 minutes. We'll, we'll jump into that 20 minutes. So, um, but uh, wide receivers, we do love Mims. He's going to be featured in one of my stacks. Um, any other wide receivers that you're, you're yeah, another rookie at? real quick that I think is worth mentioning is Jonathan Mingo. Uh, four, four, six, um, four point four, six forty. Mm. Uh, has a shot to really be the wide receiver one on the Carolina Panthers. Like, yeah, there, there's a pathway where he ends up maybe within the first half of the season emerging as the wide receiver one. And here, here's Cash's favorite thing about my man, Jay Mingo. Okay. Talking about the Ming. Ten-inch hands. Oh, he's part of the big hands club. He's the big got boy. the big hands. He's myth. fast. 6'2", 225. And it's got big hands, bro. Like, I, I, he's he's he, he was born to do this. Like, he was born to play football in the NFL in this futuristic league that we're now playing in. It, you know, living in that 21st century. He's he's got the things that you want, and he is. I might be on the waiver wire in the BFFs. Like, he's out there, folks. Like, he yeah. he, he is. He, no one's yeah. drafting. 
Yeah. Right. Right. He's totally free. Right. So after this, we're going to have to do a little bidding war. You know, honestly. might be, might be. I'll, I'll tell you why I, I, you know, I haven't picked him up yet. I also really like Curtis Samuel. Um, that's that's another. That's your last pick. You made that as your last pick yeah. uh, in the, in the BFFs, which, which honestly, Curtis Samuel probably rostered less than 50% of the league right now. So Curtis Samuel is totally going undrafted. Uh, stupid, and stupid. yeah. And, and, uh, like right now you have Jahan Dotson who I'm high on where feels high on him, but, I got him. but, and, and I do think he's going to be, you know, a monster, but the starting wide receivers listed right now are Terry McLaurin, John Dotson and Curtis Samuel. Yeah. And the issue with Curtis Samuel has always been injuries. So well, you know, I, I peel back the curtain on that. I heard something here locally, them talking about it. I believe it was on, on the junkies and he had, I, I, believe, I believe it was growing surgery or growing surgery that the, the Washington commanders never disclosed to us. They never told us about this. So that year he was like coming back, not coming back and trying to get, he had surgery. They made it just sound like he had rehabbed a little bit here and there and it wasn't healing properly when he was going through major surgery coming back from it so now he's been two years off that and so i'm not worried about that next year or this year right now for him right, i think right. he is he is gold and honestly if you're doing dfs and you think that i mean it's a low total 38 points in that game but if, if you think that there's going to be any sam how connection and the, most people are going to be moving over uh to Jahan dodson curse him could be a sneaky little play so yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, like I, I, just think, I like i just think with the terry mclaurin turf toe injury um, it's, it, you know, everyone door open, door open targets, you'll probably get six targets in the game. That, that's everybody, everybody's moved. Like the field, just like within the last 10 days, the Jahan Dotson just jumped up the draft board. Like, so then meanwhile, you know, there's Curtis Samuel going undrafted and we don't really know what the offense looks like yet. So again, as your last pick in your draft or, you know, you have somebody on your team that you want to cut, I think Curtis Samuel is worth the roster. And then we look at week one, how that offense looks with Sam Howell. I like it. And I think advocating uh, for Curtis Samuel really is a smart play. Just it's, it's a well thought out play. So, um, you know, I like it. I'm, I'm all gonna... right. Let's do let's do uh, Chiefs wide receivers before we go to running backs because we have a decent amount of running backs too. Um, my my favorite my favorite guy to draft actually uh, of all these guys that I may or may not have drafted on my team uh, is MBS. Um, Ooh, so you have over. yeah 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 because you have you have you have the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs depth chart right. So, uh, Sky Moore, you know, scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. You, I, yes, he was. Good. Depth chart right now is um, Marquez Valdez Scantling, Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore, and then Rasheed Rice. So the guys we're going to talk about are Rasheed Rice and and MBS. I'm actually fine with either one of those guys because Rasheed Rice uh, plays behind Kadarius Tony. So um, nice. Yeah. That's a good one. That's, that's you know, good. that's a good understudy to get with what we've seen with Kadarius Tony, the most athletic man that's ever played. His body can't handle the, can't the keep up. force. Keep up with him. Right. His body can't keep up with him. I mean, 
whoever drafts Kadarius Tony and keeps him on their team is going to have a, 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 a bomb week or two when they decide to play him. You know what I mean? Like, right. And they're saying he may play week one, but you know, exactly. both the fantasy millionaires are, we're out on Kadarius Tony this year. So I think that offense is really going to be a total piecemeal thing. Um, and meanwhile, you know, so Rasheed Rice, I think is worth the pick. I'm, I'm not as high on on Sky Moore, man. Like I, I I'm not. I, I, I'm a Sky Moore fader. I'm a Sky Moore fader. I'm a Sky Moore fader, and I think MVS out of everybody has the biggest uh, biggest upside because he's the vet. And this, this is wild. This is a yeah. total in, industry slant, a, a, a smack across the bow of the industry. I'm interested in seeing how it happens. What I what I will tell you is MVS does get get the the long ball, right? Chicks dig the long ball. Yes. So if you're, looking, you're looking for those those air yards, those downfield targets. Um, Sky Moore might not be your guy anyway. He might be your out of the backfield, little tiny dink and dunk, reverse, flare out, wheel route, things like that, which are good. They're all good. But if you're going down 50-yard pass into the end zone, you're, you're looking big play upside. Then MVS, I do think, has more of an inside track to have value in that type of role in your in your – like you're holding on to him. You're not playing him week one. You're you're holding him. You're probably playing him later when, when you you need someone who you just want to see cold. what happens. Yeah. Right. Right. So yeah, like because here's the thing with MVS. Like I don't think he's that great. It's just the Patrick Mahomes factor to this whole right. thing. Like if you look at him last year, it's not. A, it's a horrible season. Like he he was you know maybe getting drafted, getting cut last year, um, right. but. I don't know, man, like just watching the Chiefs and just kind of going off memory. Like I remember MBS like dropping touchdowns throughout the season. Like I just I, I'm one of those kind of people that doesn't yeah. think that that's going to happen again. Like this is a professional athlete. I kind of think it was fluky and also chalk it up to his skill level. Um, you know, he's not DeAndre Hopkins. He's not, you know, Antonio Brown. He's not just going to, you know, clamp the ball every time it comes his way. But uh, he's going to have a shot again. You know, he, he's going to get he, he has second chances to have a much better season with Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback. Yeah. And they kept him and they did not keep Juju. So, you know, and Juju right. a lot of targets, too. So, right. uh, yeah, it's it's interesting to see to see, um, you know, how I'm plays. I'm not going to play a fortune teller. I did advocate for Sky Moore in that wide receiver two role, knowing that he was being drafted previously after Kadarius Tony Kadarius Tony. Then the injury kind of flared up, and then he was kind of pushed down. Sky Moore kind of bolted to the wide receiver one, making him less attractive, of course, for people like yourself. Um, all right, wide receivers kind of done. Let's talk a few uh, running backs here. You know, I, I, I've got a few on my list. Uh, I noticed you don't have any, so these are all going to be guys that I think are kind of they're they're uh, not not Denny Carter inspired because I, I I'm not going to speak for him, but I did see he posted something about Rashawn Johnson today, so. Uh, I'm a big Rashawn Johnson guy, and and I've drafted him in our league. Um, the backup to Bijan Robinson, right mm -hmm. at Texas, um, he, he overshadowed big time, overshadowed by somebody who is a first round fringe, you know, early second round pick this year. You got him amazingly at the two oh five or two, yeah, something like that, two six, something like that. I just boom, 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 oh, good for you, man. Yeah, so that's great. Um, Love your first two picks, by the way, in the BFS. Tyree Kill, Bijan. I don't think I've seen anyone start like that anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. not at eight. Not, not even now. No, and not even at like um, like you you got 
on one end, you had stupid people picking before you, and that gave you Tyreek, and that was nice. And then you also had people who were steering, stealing Garrett Wilson and getting into, like, you know, um, a land dispute because also the whole draft stopped after round one because he had a mega meltdown. So, like, you gotta, you gotta love the home leagues, dude. Tilts, tilts, they're right there. I was ready to scoop it up, too. Uh, I, I by the way, I, I went Saquon Tony Pollard. I didn't think I would do that. I've never done that before. My boner has not gone down since then. But, but yeah, I, I, I digress. Yeah, I think I think uh, going back to Johnson in Chicago, I think there's an inside track for him to eventually, you know, take a nice forty percent chunk out of that 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 rushing share. I don't think he'll start that way. I think maybe twenty five percent, twenty percent in the beginning. But he's somebody you want to stash and kind of see what happens. I like Leo Herbert. I think he's good. Uh, I, I'm not into um you know Deonta Foreman too much I do like him but you know um yeah he's somebody who I'm thinking um yeah I mean I'll I'll say this man of of all the people that you sent me like um you know if I'm saying I'm fading there was a couple of the running backs that and and I I would say he's one of them that I you know I, I understand the thought process like okay he played behind Bijan Robinson and still balled out like every time he got the opportunity, but I just don't like where he's stepping into as a professional, like year one. So I, for me, I'm actually, you know, maybe in a 14 man, 14 team league, like, yes, fine. He's, he, you know, Leonard Fournette's getting drafted, but 12 team or less, I'm out. And the reason why I'm out is because he's been a backup his whole life. So uh, back. Yeah, he, back. he's guess what? He's he's third on the depth chart now, and he's already used to do he's it's like like Tyreek Hill is uh like Jalen Waddle is not gonna supersede Tyreek Hill this year because right. Tyreek Hill is gonna be like, you throw me the fucking ball, bro. Like like right. that that's part of you know like you know the 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 squeaky wheel gets the oil dude like i just i i mean i'm baking that into how i'm thinking about roshan johnson like if there's an injury whatever then yes he could ball out and then then no looking back and he shows but i i think going into week 1 i don't have any interest in him yeah, I, I'm. I'm not. I have on my team. I'm not. I'm not thinking of starting him. Right. You know what I mean? Like he's it's not. Hold, he's, hold and wait. Hold, hold, hold. Right. And I think that's what uh, you know. My, my guy, Lord Danith Carter, is advocating for too. For Roto Wars, just to hold. Right. Just, just. I mean, his title of the article is is late round picks to boost your fantasy team's upside. Right? right. And that's that's all we're looking for in those later rounds is that little bit of upside. You know. Right. Right. So. We got we got a question from uh, Kenny State Trail. What's up, brother? Uh, start one full PPR. Uh, we got Drake London, Rashad White, and Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, let's talk about the totals in some of these games that they're in. Uh, I believe, if I'm looking at my total board right now, the Chiefs have the highest total, 54 and a half for for tomorrow's or Thursday's. Not tomorrow's. We're gonna be cooking us tomorrow for Thursday's game, right? So that's a, that's a big total for Isaiah Pacheco to jump into. Lower total uh, for Rashad White. And Drake London, I think they're in like the 39, 41 range. Let me pull up my my sports betting queue here. Um, so does that impact your thought process, Mike, on who, who you're leaning towards? Um, 
45 yeah, for points. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, yeah. yeah uh, so Bucks have 45 points. That's kind of that's good. You know, against the Vikings, they're gonna that's that's expected to to shoot a little bit uh, compared to the other game. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, it's it's you know, I think I think any one of those ones I, I'd be happy with, honestly. Like it's it, for that's the flex. Um, I guess I'd probably week one start Rashad White, just you know, because you mm. drafted him and uh, he he's gonna get he's gonna get run and. It's PPR, if, you know. It's PPR, so I, I think I'd probably get Rashad White. Yeah, I, I, I like Rashad White too. I think um, I'm going to kind of fade Isaiah Pacheco, um, not the whole season or anything, but um, Drake London is intriguing. The Carolina Panthers total is 40, basically it's 39 and a, and, and a hook, um, and then the Panthers are underdogs by three and a half uh, to the to the home Falcons. So the Falcons are expected to score points at least, I don't know, 23 points, 22 points, something like that. So they, their total is lower. So I'm not I'm not in love with Drake London, but you you did draft Drake London, you know. Um, PPR for Jahan, I'm going Jahan Dotson. And, uh, yep, with, I'm going with, Jahan and, Dotson too. and I'll go Jamal Williams too, for sure, with, with no Alvin Kamara in week one. Start um, one. Oh, it's just starting one. I'm going Jahan Dotson. Me too. Start one. Yeah, I'm going Jahan. Uh, but yeah. then uh, Jamal is number two for me. Michael Pittman, I'm not, I'm not doing that at all. So, yeah. Um, so you, you're, you're, you're kind of fading Rashawn Johnson. What, what about you know? I've got a couple other guys too. What about Deion Jackson? He looks. I'm not him. fading him. I he love. I, you know him. what? I like. So yeah, there's. A, I have a couple. Of, you know, you know, just uh, pushbacks on your guys. It's not a fade. They've already been faded. But right. But I, I, I push back on Rashawn Johnson. I do not push back. On, on my man Dion. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Taylor out. And uh, Zach Moss, I, I did not know this. Not, not, not I, I, I knew he was injured. I knew there was some injury, but I didn't know because I just, you know, this is the end of the draft. I'm not, you know, I, I've thought about drafting Zach Moss, but my thought was, okay, well, um, well, whatever, you know, I, but really, getting ready for the show was when I found out Zach Moss fractured his forearm in July thirty first. That's that's the injury. Like, yeah, that's a bad injury. I mean, not you know, I I don't think week one he's gonna be the guy they're trotting out there. I think Deion Jackson is gonna get some run and some shine. So, um, yeah, I love I love that as uh, you know, uh, waiver wire you know, last pick in the draft option. Yeah. Uh, me, me too. Z. I'm not going to lie. Me, me too. Z. And, um, you know, that was my he, favorite one of your guys. Like that was the one that like, get, you know, that's, what's cool about what we're doing. Like playing this, this role of, of fantasy Sherpa. Like, I was just like, oh, I gotta get some Dion Jackson real quick. Like, thanks for that, bro. No worries. Um, here's one that that is intriguing. I know Bo hates him, so I'm just bringing him up. So when Bo gets this part of the show, if he does listen, he just pulls his freaking hair out. Um, Chuba Hubbard. Hubbard. Yeah. Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, he fucking hates. He hates, he hates Chuba Hubbard's catching ability. He's got no lateral movement. He cannot. Yeah, he move says he's got rocks for hands. Yeah, and he's got no lateral movement. Yet he needs to run in a straight line a lot of times. So, 
He's like, if you want a guy who can run straight up the field and get touchdowns, sure. I'm like, yeah, that's what I want sometimes. So, but no, um, he's somebody you know, who got a two thousand yard rushing season for Oklahoma State. He's, in- not, he's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, why does why does Bo hate him oh, so oh much? Like, missed him in a fantasy draft somebody else you know nicked him and he's just like i just want to i just Bo. he's just he he keys on little things and then and then he's just out on a player like he is out on you hubbard he'll never forgive him he'll never accept them like kirk uh, the same way you know i don't i don't i don't i i I don't have pushback um you know I, i i he's you know i guess uh probably like uh, uh of our guys we have roshan uh tajay spears uh chuba dion and devin chain Akane. how do you say it oh you're muted where'd you Achoo. go I, I was i was going at you um a chain a chain a chain is that a- how you say it a chain i don't know a chain yeah yeah it's a chain i think Devin yeah. a- i'd say I'd say Devin A. Chain's got to be the number one of all these guys and, and probably was drafted. So, you know, um, you know, you're probably not going to get him on the waiver wire. I, you know, he's, he's the obvious one. I'm not that high on him, but I think just because that offense and Jeff Wilson, I'd say Deion Jackson to me is the, the most exciting of all these guys. Um, and then I don't know, I'd say maybe Chuba third, you know, Tajay Spears fourth and, and Roshan Johnson. Um, that's probably how I'd rank the, the running backs that we've, you know, picked for these darts. Um, yeah, I think she was, you know, uh, you know, Miles Sanders has been injured for a while during preseason. He, he is probably going to play week one. Like, um, he gets you know, injured once in a while. I just, I just think he's a, he's a real, uh, viable, late round running back if you're in a late round 100 like i mean yeah definitely i you know and honestly like yeah it's it's interesting you know uh handcuff strategy like i think that's a like really high up there handcuff that you just didn't see on any you know fantasy pros like draft prep sheets you just you know he's in my brain yeah Yeah, he's, he's down at like 170 or something like that you know Right. So, no, I, uh, yeah, uh, I think I like Miles him. Sanders, you should a hundred percent pick him up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I like it. And, and, uh, you know, with that, with that, I think that that is the, the conclusion of our, our dart throws. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and with that, we're going to transition to a little something we like to call DFS stacks of cash. And the way mm-hmm. this normally has gone, we've, we've kind of given you guys a couple of different plays. Uh, and so uh, what we're going to do is we're going to build a lineup right now. So we'll talk a few different plays. We'll talk a few different stacks, talk a little bit of how we want to build, uh, what we're thinking, some of the values. And since this is kind of maybe the first exposure um, people have had to the whole slate, uh, you know, we can take a little walk uh, through this. we got a little bit extra time here. We've got about, yeah, about 15 minutes to build this lineup, so not, not too long, um, but we we can do a good one by still also. Oh, we got less than that because uh, we gotta we gotta get ten minutes to three tweets because I gotta get out of here six fifteen. Okay, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot you were a little late in the game. Then your mic was going crazy. So okay, all right. So uh, you know, he, we've got a lot of quarterbacks to 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 play from. Uh, we've got the mid range, got the high range. Uh, Deshaun Watson down here at six thousand is is very interesting. 
Russell Wilson is interesting at 5,900. Uh, and then you can scroll down all the way down here into the, you know, Bryce Young, 5,500. Uh, C.J. Stroud, 54 against Baltimore. But, but uh, you know, uh, you got Jordan Love at 5K, Desmond Ritter, 49, uh, Sam Howell, 49. So you got, you got a bunch of cheapies down here. How do you want to play this? Well, where do you want to go to start to, to start this? So build? this is our first lineup that we're building for the for the jam? We're just going to build one. We're just going to build one. So All right. You, yeah. you want to know my favorite one is the the cheap stack. Uh, what's what's the what's the uh, what's the total for the the Commanders game? It's a thirty eight point total. It's one of the lowest totals on the whole board. I think I think what they think is going to happen is the Commanders are going to run over them and they're not going to need to throw the ball, um, which could happen. Or the Commanders could be like, "Hey, guess what? We got a new owner. We're going to light you up, you know, and just make a statement." The so, the game sold out. And I don't think it's it's a uh, Cardinals fan. So it could be a, a great coming out party for the franchise after a, a dull, uh, terrible, no good, rotten 25 years. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just I was I was excited about that one. I Maybe you want to talk me out, but I like I like the Howell Dotson stack. You know, I, I tweeted out that, and I got about seventy responses, and and a lot of them were like, "Yeah, go for it." But then other people were, were giving me thoughts of, "It might be a little bit chalky." Now, maybe in this tournament, it's not going to be with fifty five hundred. Um, I'm not against it, right? I I will say you also have like Trevor Lawrence at sixty five hundred. So got- so, I, so the the ones I had written down from my stacks were Lawrence Ridley, Hal Dotson, Watson Cooper. I I like all those. Um, I'll let you pick the stack though, because this is this is how it works. So if you want to go Hal Dotson, I'm not against it. I think it's that, just we have a lot of we have a lot of draft capital left to build put in I some agree. sexy people. I agree. Okay, so let's do that then. Because you know what? I did tweet it out, so I'm not gonna lie. I've been let's go for it. I've been like I've been like, you know, putting my finger right on that pulse, you know. So and yeah, Dotson's really super cheap. I think he's only 5k right 5k 5k okay ridiculous so that leaves us it's nine it's like you know almost 10k nine nine not too bad um but what do you think about just right off the break this is how i feel right and i don't know how you feel i want to put tyree kill yeah yeah yeah. i want to put it right in there i love it i love it and then i also and then tell me what you think the only thing i want to run it back with austin eckler okay this is one of the games that's got one of the biggest totals on the board. Okay. Uh, and so I, I think if you're going to put Tyree Kill in there, he's going to score a lot. Then Eckler's going to have to be involved as well, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we could go somebody else at a pay-up running back if you want. You've got Chubb. You've got Bijan Robinson priced out of his mind. Um, you know, Jacobs, Stevenson, ETN. I want Jacobs. Um, scroll down. Let's go down a little bit. Um... Scroll, scroll, scroll. Kenneth Walker might be. Let's try Kenneth Walker. I like his price. I think that's a good, sexy one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, defense, because, uh, you know, I, I don't care about chalky defenses, um, but I Me think the, the commander's defense is going to be a good one. Commander's D, where are they at? They're at 2,800, which is not too expensive. Yep. I'll take it. So that leaves us with about 5,000 per player. Um, okay. Do you want to punt tight end real quick? You want to punt tight end real quick, and then we, we'll see what we, we got. We could. I've got an idea, though. Tell me what you think about this. Marvin Mims Jr. is only 3K. 
Boom. I like it. So that gives us now more money for the tight end and the flex. So yeah. yeah. Tight end, we we could go um anywhere, really. You know, nothing is out of out of out of the ballpark. We could go Andrews if you wanted to. We could punt it and go low. We could go Ninjoku. I like Ninjoku. I don't Honestly. hate Ninjoku. Yeah. If we do Ninjoku, that gives us seven thousand five hundred dollars. Right, let's see what we get. Let's see what we get in the flex. We get Keenan Allen. Uh, which is also we have Eckler though. Um Ramondre, DK, Higgins. We're a little bit off of, of Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. AJ Brown, excuse me. Sorry. AJ's good name there. Ooh. Um, yeah. So we could we we could Let's go down off Najoku. Let's put AJ in. Yeah, we can go get him. Let's put AJ in. I just think it's week one, baby. He's he's your guy. Um, and then we could get Fryermuth still, if you want like to. It. I was looking at him anyway. Yeah, uh, and that that does give us no cash. But we got Sam Howell stacked up with Dodson, Eckler, Walker, Tyreek Hill, Marvin Mims Jr., Pat Fryermuth, AJ Brown in the flex and Commanders. Bro, if we win anything, I will split this 50-50. 50-50. I I I owe you five bucks. Yeah, I'll keep a running total. Yeah, and that update has been saved. So, right. so we are live. I like it. Uh, do, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first for three tweets? Three tweets. I'll go first because I know you're gonna love my tweet. It, it, it it's it's for you. I okay. saw this and I I saw this and I thought of you first one. First, or second, first one. First one. But no, no, sorry, the first one in the screen. Closest this one. Okay. Being a teacher must be wild. Imagine pulling up to work and your arch nemesis is some seven-year-old kid named Aiden. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is wild, right? Like, that's your life, bro. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I had had an arch nemesis. Your arch nemesis. Yeah, I had one in England named Mikey. I told you about Mikey before. And the year before, he had, every day, he would turn off the other teacher the teacher's computer and then run out of the room laughing and and she told me about it like you know you just got to accept it's what he does and so i was like well he won't do that with me she's like oh we'll see first day he tried i was waiting for him to do it he tried i blocked him i said don't you touch my computer ever again then he ran himself into the hallway crying i chased him down and i said it's going to be this way all year get get used to it mikey so yeah i mean you know what like there are nemesis as you have so this does this this hits hard, you know. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, it touches you. It touches your soul, bro. This yeah. is it. Yeah, this, is it. this touches my soul for sure. I think this is gonna touch your soul because I was thinking of you. When I did this yeah. one, so um, I, I I saw my guy. Oh, where is that here? Okay, yeah. Field Yates tweeted this out and says the most accurate depiction of fantasy football draft ever. And I think it's okay. it's pretty spot on. So let's enjoy this. Here we go. This is this is unmuted. Is it unmuted? It's on. I think it's unmuted. Let's see. Hold okay. on. Right. Yeah. I'll make sure the site's unmuted, huh? Because that that could be. Yeah. Hold on. Nope. Site is not muted. Okay. Here we go. This is it. Yeah. I think it's perfect. Has Carter joined yet? Carter hasn't. Yet. Has Carter joined yet? Carter hasn't joined yet. It's PPR league, so I got to go receiver here. Drafted him last year. I'll never do that again. I hope he's still there at pick 20, but I doubt it. 
Sleeper pick. Who's going to throw him the ball? They don't have a quarterback. In that system, I think he's going to have a breakout season. Yeah, but when he comes back from suspension. Wow. What? Oh, good value <laughs> pick. What's he doing on auto draft? I got to get him. He's my boy. We played against each other when we were 10. He's got good upside this year. I'm not sure about that pick. I just freaked out. Defense this early? Went tight end. I need a tight end. <laughs> Oh, that's a good pick. I forgot about <laughs> Thank you. Connor's got a good team. So does Zach. So does Ross. What? He's still available this late? God, how did I not know that? Week 10 is not going to be good. I like my team. We just got to stay healthy. I've got another one after this. I'm in four leagues this year. <laughs> I love it. That was awesome. Yeah. That, yeah. that, that, that got funnier too, as it went on. Like that was perfect. Yeah. I mean, that's a hundred percent. Literally could have recorded that. That could have been real. That's every yeah. draft. That's every, every single draft, like per, every per, single draft, every single draft, everything single thing was said in that draft right there. You know? Right. Right. So, um, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I like them both. So, um, you know, I, I can I can go either way on this. I like it's your year. You got a funny one. I just got a weird, crazy one. I I have one from Denny that I wanted to showcase. But it's all right, that, do Denny's. De Denny's is pretty cool because he tweeted out uh, a while ago. He tweeted out Aaron Rodgers can't afford AirPods after taking his pay cut. Got a feel for the man, right? Right. That's hilarious. And, and then uh, it, it they they flash this bad boy on Hard Knocks. I know. And so it says here on Hard Knocks, Aaron Rodgers can't afford the AirPods. And just you see in Denny on Hard Knocks, so funny. Yeah, so and cool. So it's just this this tweet had kind of victory lapped that and pulled the two tweets together. So I thought that was funny, uh, and I wanted to you know pay homage to Denny. Yeah. Uh, who we always love and uh, who was going to come on the show last year before the DeMar Hamlin issue happened. And then we kind of just were like, eh, we'll do it next year. So, yeah, um, we got it. We got to figure out who we're having on um, this year. Definitely want to have cakes on again. Denny, Bo, Jorge. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to we're going to have our, our guests line up uh, figured out sooner or later. But we're going to have definitely want to get Denny back on the show. For sure. Well, well, thank you, everybody. Uh, we, we do want you guys to win your week ones. Uh, and if you don't, it's okay. We'll be here Monday, 5 p.m., talking fantasy football. Uh, we're going to change the format of the show a little bit, of course, because we're going to get into the regular season. Uh, we're going to talk about trades to get paid. Not right away, but we'll get into trades to get paid. Uh, the Wire, uh, Elevate, Mitigate, and Eviscerate will also be added. And then, of course, the, the DFS stacks of cash and, and X-rated three tweets. So, mm -hmm. or three tweets has become X-rated, triple X, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and so, yeah, and this is this is great. And um, I, I love this whole last week. It's been incredible for fantasy football. And we got a few more days left. Uh, hopefully, we can we can just cross this finish line. And, oh, yeah, I have to tell you, tell you too, you need to join the DFS uh, DK that $10 chalk block tournament. Uh, it, it is a, a real thing. I've been tweeting about it a bunch and dropping it in people's DMs and sharing with everybody. So please do good out there and, and uh, you know, uh, jump in. We want people to 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 gamble. And, and here, I'll, I'll put the tweet on the screen and I'll put it in the uh, I'll save it here. I'll show you. Um, it's pretty cool. I'm going to do a 50 person tournament each week. We're going to start. Make sure we fill this bad boy. But um you can go DraftKings. It's 225 to first, 135 to second, 90 to third. And the link is going to be here 
in the description or not in the description in the uh, in the YouTube comments. I threw the link in there. Uh, so please jump into Twitter. If you don't have it, sign up, follow me, Nimble W Numbers. Sign up, follow the Ralph Macho. Anything else, Mike, before we get out of here? Um, war, destruction, chaos to all your fantasy opponents week one. Uh, peace and love everywhere else. Let the games begin. I cannot wait. We'll see you guys next week. Hope you guys win your first week matchup. Peace. Peace.